This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Puro. All right, welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Joining us now is a writer, a lawyer, a radio host, a television analyst. Uh, you may have seen him on uh, Fox News. He's a, a contributor to the Fox News channel. He also has uh, his own uh, uh, outkick where they do political uh, commentary, and he and Buck Sexton host the Clay Travis and the Buck Sexton Show, a three-hour conservative talk show which debuted uh, in as the replacement for Rush Limbaugh. So uh, please welcome uh, or join me in welcoming Clay Travis to the show. Good morning, Clay. How are you? I'm great. Appreciate you having me. Been a fan for a long time, so well, uh, it's Clay- great to on your show. It's great to have you on. Believe me, I'm so looking forward to this. You know, there's so much that we can talk about. I want to I want to start with uh, the uh, student loan uh, giveaway that Joe Biden has made this week. And I, I mean, I've said it over and over again. I don't understand other than the obvious. He's trying to buy votes here. But the idea that this thing is paid for kind of makes my brain blow up. Why don't you talk about whether or not you think it's true, Clay Travis, that this loan giveaway, which can either be a half a trillion or a trillion dollars, depending upon who decides to cash in, which I imagine is everyone, uh, how we're going to pay for this? Well, I mean, I think all the taxpayers are going to pay for it. So if you're out there listening right now and you didn't have any student loan debt, uh, well, uh, bad news. You do now have potentially up to a trillion dollars in student loan debt. Um, and that's not good, obviously. Look, I, I think, Judge, this is flagrantly unconstitutional. The problem is, um, and uh, I was talking to my wife, who's also a lawyer. We were discussing it the other day. The standing issue is really, really difficult, um, figuring out who exactly is going to be able to challenge this. Now, I think there'll be many people who will try, uh, but there's no way that with the stroke of a pen, Joe Biden can spend a trillion dollars. And the White House tried to uh, diffuse this or distract people by saying, well, look at all the people who took PPP. Well, that's different. First of all, the legislature passed it. Secondly, People were taking PPP because otherwise their businesses were not going to be able to continue because the government was mandating that they shut down and exactly. that lockdown over. So they- these are not similar situations. And this, to me, is very much akin, Judge, to what Biden did when he signed the eviction moratorium extension, knowing that it was not constitutional. And the court and struck it, it down. Shut- that's right. So I think if they could get this in front of the courts in a way that standing is satisfied, and this is like a uh, – you know, sort of law school exam question out there uh, in, in terms of figuring out who exactly it is that has that standing to bring it, then I think they would uh, undoubtedly courts all over the country would strike this down, certainly including the Supreme Court. Well, of course, Congress has a power of the purse. And the Biden right. administration is saying, well, under the HEROES Act, you know, something that was passed during the pandemic, which, Clay, obviously you're talking about, the PPP, the government forced businesses to close. No one is forcing these students to do anything. And you know what amazes me, Clay? You've got these young students. And if you Biden, if you believe what he's saying, well, 
living in this great economy. We've got more jobs than people to fill them. These people are young. They've got their whole lives ahead of them to pay it back. Forget about the fact that they signed a contract. They agreed to pay. And we're sending a message, well, even though you're young, you've got years to pay it. Even though you've got a chance of getting a job or you already have a job, you probably, if you have a job in a household up to 250000 we're still going to give you the money. Why? Because I want your vote. The, the statistics are very clear that uh, that Generation Z is not interested in Joe Biden. But now that he's got this giveaway, maybe so. And he's trying to satisfy the progressives. But I don't think they did so well in the midterms, Clay. Yeah, well, look, I mean, here's the problem, too, Judge. I mean, you're right about the power of the purse. And that's what I wish also would get rammed home. Democrats wouldn't vote for this, even though Biden has control right now of the House Mm. and of the Senate. You know, they've already, if you just look at some of the senators who are Democrats who have come out uh, against this, particularly if they're in difficult races and certainly many different House uh, uh, seats where it's very difficult. And so you start to balance this out. There's no actual support, even in the Democrat Party, to get this thing passed. And the other thing is, as scary as the trillion is, remember what this does. This incentivizes people to take out loans because they may well think that the government is going to be forgiving them in the future. Mm -hmm. And do you think this is only going to happen for this 10-year window or whatever it is? No, there's going to be a push to extend this in the years ahead, and that's going to do nothing to reconcile what is already a massive problem that parents everywhere and certainly kids everywhere going to college understand, which is higher education is far too expensive, and all this does is accelerate the amount of cost that's going to be embedded in any uh, graduate or undergraduate degree. You know, it's interesting, uh, Clay Travis. Ron DeSantis said the other day, he said uh, something. He was talking about the the pay, uh, the debt forgiveness, and he basically says, you know, these college educations aren't worth anything anyway. But the crazy (laughs) part of it is that the college educations, the costs are going up, not consistent with inflation, but almost consistent with the loans that are being taken out. And part of that whole, if you look at that whole – strategy there they're teaching our kids our kids i mean they're they're older obviously when they're in college but it's a continuation of the ideology that they're paying an enormous amount of money for that is whether they get another job or not it just creates a whole generation of kids who believe in this leftist progressive it should be regressive mindset you know it's it's just dug into our culture now well, and Judge, there's hardly any Democrats who understand basic business now. Um, you know, you mentioned out, you mentioned Outkick earlier. Like, there is a benefit in ba- being able to understand a basic profit loss uh, statement and understanding what uh, the difference is between, say, revenue and profit. A lot of Democrats just flat out don't understand it, and they have this sort of magical idea. And, and honestly, it was characterized as what led us to nine percent inflation modern monetary theory that there are no consequences for Mm -hmm. the money that the government spends. And uh, prior to inflation uh, taking off, you could see learned Democrats everywhere saying, oh, inflation's never going to take off. The government can take out as much money in loans as it possibly wants. And look, the reality is at some point the bill becomes due. And we're, what, $30 trillion in debt now? I think when the Tea Party started, 
we were only $10 trillion in debt, if I'm not mistaken, Judge. Yeah. And, and so the amount of money that we have spent, uh, you know, I've got a 14-year-old, I've got an 11-year-old, and I've got a 7-year-old. And at some point, you start thinking beyond yourself. Um, and, and, and I look at those kids now, and I wonder about the legacy that we are leaving them when we're talking about economic futility, the idea that America is an awful place, which is something that certainly nobody who grew up in my era would have believed. And I'm sure that wasn't the case with your era either. Uh, but Absolutely. Uh, We've never seen anything like this, and it's a noxious and toxic form of anti-Americanism that is uh, sort of running across rampant through all the threads of American life, culture, politics, business, you name it. And, you know, the, the whole concept when you talk about anti-Americanism, I mean, you know, you look at you look at like the greatest generation. Uh, you look at you look at people who fought the wars, uh, people who bu- built the very streets that we walked down, senior citizens, uh, people who are having trouble. Clay Travis, you know, paying for gas and paying for food on a fixed income, don't have a chance of getting a benefit anywhere. And I mean, they have to sit there and you and I, I mean, I'm steamed all the time because yeah. I grew up, you know, and, and with an American flag in front of my house and I and there's an American flag in front of my house now. My father was a veteran. My grandfather was a veteran. I mean, that's just who we were. We were Americans. It was God, country uh, and and education. And, and all of a sudden, those people who paid so much are just ignored. They're like kicked to the side. You know, these veterans, I mean, they're still committing suicide. The veteran population, they're homeless. And we're doing this for these spoiled brats? Uh, You're 100% nailing it. And, um, you know, I was – you're talking about gas prices, and I know they've come down a little bit. But not too long ago, uh, I went to fill up my car, and the person right in front of me, and they were already gone. So I'm not sure who exactly it was, Mm -hmm. only put one gallon of gas in their car. Oh, oh, that breaks my heart. Think about that. Yeah, that's someone who is trying to make it to the next payday. They're trying to put in enough to be able to go uh, to get to and from work, to get their kids probably to and from school. And you literally are on your last dollar. And uh, and the idea that Biden's economic policy, look, when you're talking about 9% inflation, all of us are getting wage cuts no matter what we do for a living, unless your wages are going up over 10% a year, which most people's are not. And it's just so frustrating as we get closer to the midterms, Judge. Uh, I, I think Republicans, and I made this analogy on the radio show with Buck the other day, I, I think Republicans kind of went into the concept of, of thinking, hey, we've got this one. Let's go ahead and run out the clock on a football game. You know, yep. we'll start kneeling. We don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think what they're finding out is, no, 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 you've got to stand for something. Uh, people are frustrated. They're angry. But you have to give them a reason to believe that you're going to make things better. And simply saying, hey, we're not Joe Biden, as bad as he's been, I don't think is a message that's connecting with all of the independent, persuadable voters out there. Well, obviously, he's not doing well with the independents. But I got to tell you, Clay, when you, you know, it just throws me right back into what happened this past week, um, you know, with the primaries. I mean, the Republican, yeah. uh, the Democrats did well. I think that they yeah. focused on that, that Dobbs decision and it's, and it's yeah. energized. I agree, them. With you. I agree with you. And I think Republicans have to do a better job of talking about that. And uh, look, the, the reality is, as you well know, uh, Roe v. Wade was a awfully written decision. And yep. so I believe what Republicans should be doing is saying, look, there are a wide variety of opinions as to when abortion should not be allowed in the Republican Party. Some people believe 
all births should exist. I'm not one of them. You know, right. I believe in rape, incest, the right. life of a mother, of course. excuses. And I think, but there are some people who don't. And I, and I don't think those people are awful human beings. I understand where they're coming from. I disagree with them. But mm-hmm. then most Republicans believe that at some point in the first trimester, that line should be drawn and a life becomes a life that's worth protecting for the state and the, and the government to protect. And so where that line is, individual states can decide, individual Republican candidates and individual Republicans can make their own ideas. That's a wide variety of perspectives. What's crazy is Democrats all believe. I don't know if you saw the the clip from Tim Ryan again. He's running for Senate in Ohio. Ohio, Democrats now have to believe that abortion should be permissible all the way up to the ninth month of pregnancy. Well, most people don't believe that, right? Right. 80, right. In fact, 90% of people don't believe that nine-month abortion should be able to happen. So to me, the conversation has to shift from, look, individual states, individual uh, political candidates can have their own opinions on exactly where the line is on abortion in the first trimester. Uh, and it's worth mentioning that almost every European country, for instance, draws the line around 15 weeks or less. Mm-hmm. So the Roe v. Wade standard was quite expansive in that respect. But Democrats aren't even advocating for Roe anymore. They're advocating for nine-month abortion, and that's a case that Republicans really need to make because I think a lot of people are confused by the Dobbs decision and what it means. Look, I I think that what you just said was brilliant, uh, Clay Travis. The truth is that, look, the decision was poorly written. When Ruth Bader Ginsburg says that, that, you know, the decision was— Yeah, she was right. There's no question about it. You know, the the difference between I mean, on every level, I mean, you know, the uh, the abortion is not consistent with the history and tradition of our nation. In fact, it was illegal. It's been illegal since the common law. But at the same time, you know that you're right. I mean, there are a number of Americans who agree and they say, well, 15 weeks should be enough. 15 weeks is what it should be. And the Republicans are now seen as those who just want abortion, no abortion, whatever the circumstances, they're and getting, that's not getting true. destroyed, Judge. As you well know, I, I'm you know, surrounded by suburban women who are talking about this yes. issue all the time, and they're of the belief that if their 14- or 15-year-old daughter gets pregnant, they can't do anything. Are going, that's right. Republicans are going to criminalize the idea that their daughter uh, not have that baby, right? And look, yep. I understand these are incredibly difficult decisions, but that's the way moms think. That's the way a lot of dads think who are living in the suburbs that they don't want the government getting involved. And I would even make an analogy, Judge. I didn't get the COVID shot. Uh, I, I don't think the government should be in the business of mandating the COVID shot anywhere. I'm still furious about the way that COVID was handled in this country. Oh, School shut yes. down everywhere yes. else. I think there's a way to tie the Republican Party into supporting freedom. You well know I've, I'm, I've carried a baby. Obviously, I'm not a Democrat. Mm-hmm. I don't believe men can get pregnant. Uh, but we've had three. <laughs> right. And, right. And so the experience of having a baby changes you profoundly. But you also understand that weeks, you know, like 15 weeks of a pregnancy is a long time. You know, yep. you you are preparing a lot. You're eager. Maybe you're waiting till after the first trimester to tell friends and family because you want to make sure that everything goes smoothly and you get there. But that's a long time. You have a lot of time. And, to make and a Americans agree with you. Trimester. Americans yes. overwhelmingly agree with that's you. Right. Anyway, that's I right. want to thank you, Clay Travis. It was a great conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on the Judge Jeanine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. Uh, and we look forward to having you again. Clay, thank you. Thanks so much, Judge. Keep up the good work. Fantastic thank you. shows as always. Yep. Thanks. See you all. All right.